Welcome to Wind Down, the weekly catch-up between friends Scott and Lydia. We'll be discussing the stories of the week as well as giving you a much-needed dose of good news. There'll also be a book recommendation and Scott's gift of the week, all accompanied by a big glass of wine. So grab a bottle, settle down and enjoy. Hello everyone! Hi everyone! (laughs) Oh my voice! She's gone already. (laughs) Yeah, I'm just a bit excited because we have very special guests joining us. Our first ever guest on our 10th episode. Yes. This week we have fashion and beauty assistant, drag race super fan, tattooed goddess, our friend Emma Hawkins. (laughs) Hello, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) How are you? She needed any assistance with the accents, by the way. She don't know where she's from. <laughs> Birmingham. Born and bred. Boom. No, that's not how you I feel like we're on a chat show. I feel like I should be like, tell us a bit about yourself, Em. <laughs> <laughs> no, but how are you? How's everyone's week's been? Yeah, I'm good. It's been a long week, but we're getting there. Just trying it to has, stay safe now. I feel like yeah. this week has dragged quite a lot compared to like last week. I mean, I've just been crying all week for no reason. I don't know why. Oh, God. I've worn the same track three times. <laughs> nice. I mean, you can do it, so just do it. <laughs> There's no reason um, not to. Can we open our wine, please? Yes, let's crack on. Um, Lids, what on. wine are we drinking? You chose this one. Well, I chose it because we needed to send one to Emma <laughs> um, as our guest. And, like, we didn't know what wine service to use, so we used good old Amazon. Mm-hmm. And... They have a small selection of single bottles because as much as we love you, Emma, we can't afford to send you a crate of six. Um, <laughs> We'd love to, but... <laughs> so, we can't. So we're having, which is the brand Kumala? Kumala? I don't know, but it's very fitting oh, yeah. with the inauguration on Wednesday. Wow. Because <laughs> you know, Kumala. Kumala. <laughs> that, that is a weak link, Scott. <laughs> it's a Chenin Blanc Chardonnay from South Africa, 2020. Mm-hmm. 13%. Gosh. 13%, we're on for a good one, guys. Yeah. No, I just usually drink cider, so this is a bit classy for me. <laughs> <laughs> Emma's going uptown this week. <laughs> I do love a good, I love a good cider though. Like a nice cider, a nice pint of cider. In the summer, like glass mm. full of ice. Mm. Get me in a mm. beer garden, please, Boris. Oh, when I was at uni, there was this pub that had like, pint cider and like but they were like you have different like flavors like they were peddling loads of different syrup like elderflower toffee vanilla like, loads of different stuff and like these massive pizzas it's the best place ever oh that's so oh, delicious it well, was diving bougie. into the wine oh yeah that's <laughs> right been waiting all day mm. um i like it it's smooth yeah it's smooth actually because you're not a white wine drinker are you em I'm not. I drink a red wine on an evening when I'm feeling a bit bougie. You're always bougie. Well, I quite like this. It is nice. Is it just me? It's like to our lovely listeners. If I sound funny this week, my wisdom teeth are really playing up, and it's given me a list. So I can't really pronounce my s's very well. <laughs> but is it just me? Absolutely not. <laughs> That's just mean. <laughs> Go on, yeah, go on. No, I cannot do that. <laughs> I've not had enough no. to drink yet. Maybe at the end of the podcast. Okay, we'll wait. <laughs> um, I don't know if it's just me, but I don't feel like there's much taste to it. What do you mean? You I like that. It's easy to drink, easy to get drunk. 
I think there is a taste to it. But yeah, it's like it's yeah, it's going down well, but they all go down quite well. I mean, what um, woman doesn't? <laughs> <laughs> Some wines don't go down well. Oh my god! Um, so as well, we are now on Spotify, everyone. Woo! And we also yeah, now right. have our own Twitter account. Woohoo! Which is wine down underscore because you know the other one was taken. Do have a self because there are the podcasts out here called Wine Down, but we don't mention those. And we're the best. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, should we crack right on with what we're going to talk about today? Yeah, because the reason uh, we brought Emma in, apart from the fact that we love her, is that she is a drag race like expert. No such shit. <laughs> <laughs> so we thought she would be the perfect person to bring in to discuss the first episode of RuPaul's Drag Race UK season two. Woo! Woo! <laughs> <laughs> right, can we start this off by saying that I actually don't watch that much Drag Race. Mm-hmm. Like, I have never watched a whole season of America. Like, I've watched episodes and I've watched some of last season UK. So I'm a bit of like a reversion. Right. Okay. Like- I'm a podcast virgin. Yeah, exactly. Popping cherries all over the place. <laughs> we'll, welcome, we'll welcome you with open arms. Thanks. Well, like, I do know it, but, like, I don't know, like, that insider knowledge. Right, okay. You know? Yeah. But, I get your gist. But, like, this is, you know, it's for all levels of rue appreciation. <laughs> yeah, it's a fresh start. It's a fresh start. New year. New year, new me, new drag. <laughs> oh, God, I would love to do drag. Um, should we kick off with <laughs> going through each queen's runway look and what we think of them? Yes. So let's yes, yes, yes. start with, uh, let's start with Joe Black. What do we think of Joe? Oh. Which one? Which one are we doing? Both looks. Both looks. Okay. So the gay icon. Oh, yeah, all right. David Bowie. Oh, we're doing wrong And then. Uh, oh, I thought. I loved it. Absolutely love Joe Black. Actually, thought winner in my eyes. Oh my god, same. I think he's been robbed. I think they need to come back on the show ASAP. <laughs> like I am, um, I feel like with Rue, like when I watched last season, I felt the queen who went out first time was also really, really well known and a bit older. Mm-hmm. And I feel that's what happens this time is that like both times Rue's got rid of like an iconic drag like legend yeah in the first week and i don't know why it's like they haven't done their homework and they don't know who is drag royalty in the uk and obviously yeah. all the other queens very shocked and really respected her mm-hmm. and i thought she was incredible both looks I, all three looks absolutely stunning i mm. just don't get like because you can't say like rue doesn't know uk queens because like he comes over here michelle comes over here they do their stuff over here so, like, mm. they must know them and must have met them. But then to... And obviously they cast them on the show. But, yeah, I I, I really didn't get that because I thought Joe did absolutely amazing. I mean, I the Brighton look, I did kind of get what they meant when that, they were like, it's not what you'd expect for mm. Brighton. But I did kind of get that because like, even at the pavilion, it's not white. And I know it's not yeah. meant to be, like, an exact replica, but it didn't scream that. So I thought the same. But then afterwards, yeah, but afterwards, um, the inside of the pavilion is all gold. Mm. That's why she chose to wear gold. And I was like, oh, now I get it. I guess that's the thing. Like, if you have to explain it, 
yeah it's not yeah like I loved yeah. her entrance look and then when she came in I was like that's what like UK yeah. drag is like <clears throat> yeah that's like the epitome of it oh, that's exactly what I said like when I think of like a proper drag queen like growing up what I thought a drag queen, drag queen was like mm. was Joe. like that yeah. is literally what I thought exactly and I think Lawrence Cheney it was a bit unfair because obviously she came out being Scottish mm-hmm. not wearing tartan and she was praised for not wearing the like tartan for Scotland yeah where Joe Black was absolutely ripped apart for not going immediate Brighton I know that's, that's so, so true, true. <laughs> <laughs> that is so true I mean I, I actually really liked Lawrence like one of my yeah. favorites i think of the series so far Absolutely. i know one of the top, top three i think honestly yeah. bloody love her like, so like as soon as she came funny. in i was like i love her yeah she's Luke. like a drag she's like a drag lewis capaldi <laughs> oh god <laughs> yes i think we found our quote with her <laughs> <laughs> but what did you think of her first look the purple baroque as oh as Wait, in, her in, runway? No, not her runway, her entrance. Her entrance, her entrance had like a little squidgy purple hat on and bless her. I quite liked it. Like, yeah, I just wasn't I expecting that voice to come out. No. Like, the accent and everything. I was like, oh my God, I love it. Yeah, <laughs> I think every like Scottish it. person is hilarious. Yeah. Just because they're Scottish. Just because the accent. <laughs> <laughs> no offence to anyone that's listening if you're Scottish. That's not an offensive thing, is it? I don't know. I find Scottish people quite attractive. I mean, they're not different. Joe Black quite attractive. (laughs) (laughs) Not gonna lie, Silver Fox. (laughs) He's only thirty. I know. I I found that a bit weird. Like, not weird. You know what I mean? Like, I thought older. Yeah. No, they're not. Thirty. Yeah. Oh my god, he gives me like late forties vibes. Yeah, that's (gasps) Yeah, I thought at least like forty, but maybe Rue was like, I don't want the ones that everyone knows to win, but. I don't know. I just... They deserve it. Like the other one that I really like, and I'm excited for is Ellie Diamond. Yeah. Oh, the other Scottish one. <laughs> yeah, the other Scottish one. Dark horse. Mm-hmm, definitely. Mm. Like her makeup. Oh my god, her makeup god. is And often flawless. you get an Instagram queen. When you get an Instagram queen and their makeup is polished, they don't have any humor. They don't have anything else to give. She makes her own costumes. Does mm-hmm. her own makeup stunning and I think when she was doing the tennis challenge like she was oh. just so funny so it's nice to have like triple threat yeah, yeah. I think you know what I did notice that because I remember watching it everyone was like oh there's a lot of like dancing queens on it this season and mm. I was like I mean I, I just wanted to get into the challenges to see what they're mm. actually like yeah mm-hmm. because I, I think... love I did love Ellie Diamond's menace Dennis the menacing like, that was so oh. clever and oh so my cool. god God, like so well made, so well thought out. It was just Halloween dolls. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, Halloween this really year. I would love to wear that for Halloween. Oh my God. Oh my so God. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, who should we talk about next? Well, who should we say who won that challenge? Well, the first week? Yes, let's. Who was it? Was it Astina Mandela? Yeah, yeah, that was it. Astina. Astina. <laughs> what do we think Controversial. of Controversial. Yeah. Because she, am I right? Yeah. Second look, she was wearing an ASOS jacket, right? And the other yeah. queen ripped her apart for it. But I think the way she presented herself on stage, like the catwalk, 
and everything was just sickening. Yeah. Like, I, I wrote that down when I was watching it because I knew we were going to do this. I was like, I loved her look. And I just think it's, it was, obviously it was just like an ASOS jacket, but it was so different to other styles mm-hmm. of drag. Like, mm-hmm. she is very different in terms of she's not like necessarily a comedic queen, maybe. Yeah. But um, it was cool. It's funny, so, God, I can't remember how many years ago this was now, maybe like four, I did a day at Wonderland magazine, and the day that I was working there, we did a shoot with three drag queens, and Astina was one of them. So <gasps> when I, Honestly, so when I saw she was on this, I went crazy, because I absolutely loved her. Like, I still have pictures on my phone from, like, the shoot, of when oh, she was getting, like, shot on the set, and... To see her from like even then to now, I'm just like bloody hell. Like she is yeah. definitely a force, but I think she can come across quite like bolshy and very like aggressive rude, sometimes. Yeah. Well, she, yeah, she markets herself as rude, so I don't know if that's the character. Yeah, the persona. Yeah, yeah. But her, and then obviously, yeah. Her Naomi Campbell look was sickening. Mm-hmm. Like that dress. Yeah. My God, I loved it. Whereas, like, is it Tacey? Like, yeah. her Naomi Campbell look. Was not Naomi. No, no, no. no. Also, her Welsh I... dragon look. I'm sorry, no. No, like, thank you. No. I... Like, the I'm... horns. I'm sorry, no. Yeah. You're not... It was, like, Maleficent and, like, the flag, and it was just too much. Not, yeah, the horns, absolutely not. Yeah. But the... Like... The long black weave, I'm here for. I absolutely yeah, love it. Yeah, that was amazing. But, like, is she just going to be wearing that for the whole season? But then when you put Astina and Tace's Naomi's next to each other, I felt like Astina's was more classic Naomi, like, even the the natural makeup and stuff. And I feel mm-hmm. like Tace overdid it with the big, like, blue eyes and stuff. And I know, obviously, a bit of blue is a bit 90s, but Naomi is very much just like, that's her. She's yeah. stunning naturally. Yeah. serving the face and that's what she embodied I just didn't get the look reference like if that was me and you saw like Astina was doing that I would I mean obviously you don't know until you're at the show but like I would have done like her Dr. and Gabbana like um the silver sequin dress that she wore for community service but like, I would have worn that <laughs> put on, wait, take a bin bag with did, me wait Naomi had to do community service yeah in like I don't know I think it was like it? the 90s or something yeah and she dressed like a bad bitch yeah, she wore I like a Dolce & Gabbana dress to do it. It was like floor length. It was amazing. But oh I would have worn God. that, taken like a little like pickup stick thing and a bin bag. That would have been amazing. That's so funny. That would have been, yeah. I felt like, because neither of their outfits were Naomi, I was like, until they put the picture up, I was like, that could be anyone. Mm. Yeah. But I wasn't like, oh my God, Naomi Campbell, yes. Yeah. But then Tyce's entrance outfit. Tacey's oh. entrance outfit was better than Estina's outfit because Estina mm. wore like, grey and black, like, I don't even know what it was. But um, it was very, Tacey like, wore like, a big 80s monochrome. Yeah. Mm, that outfit. was so cool. I think yeah, she looked that was... amazing. I, just... I think both of them will stay in it for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I liked that they connected over the whole black gay icon thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. That, I... that was quite powerful, I feel like. Yeah, and it was really interesting because I was, like, thinking about it and I was like, I can't think of any and that's really bad i like is shirley it... bassey absolutely no. love shirley bassey yeah um, and then like Mon- monroe mm-hmm. but then it went that she's too new if that makes um, sense like she's 
is she not that she's not icon iconic but like you know when you think of icons you're like she's too current like she's not now yeah, she's too, but then yeah. I, th- I i mean i think she is mm. i fully think i think she is oh i love yeah, monroe I but i just think yeah um but yeah it was just it was it was obviously like a really good part where like they highlighted that because it was like yeah. hold on a minute again black people don't have that same i guess mm. um legacy yeah legacy though is it like i don't want to say advantage either like white people have a lot of icons to look for like look to gay Mm. icons whereas yeah like british black gay icons there aren't Mm. many and i think any that was the difference between it being like just icons and like british icons that it was specifically that in england like what in britain we don't have that whereas if they were american they would have a lot more you had a few more yeah definitely even like Rue, like herself, himself. What do you say? <laughs> themselves? I don't know. <laughs> themselves, themselves. Yeah. Like, you know what, no- what I love about Drag Race, though, is that you get these hilarious, shady scenes. You get mm-hmm. all the entertainment, and then you get those really meaningful conversations. Yeah. And yeah. you remember why it's all there on television, for people to look at those people and relate and because, spread the story. And that's, was it, um, that's beautiful to me. Was it a oh. horror? A horror, like... On her like BT, she was like causing drama, or not causing drama, but like she weren't happy. Yeah, she is shady as hell. Pia Coffee and Alan Turing. Oh, get in the bin! I loved it. What? Tia Coffee? <laughs> yeah, it was a little. Oh my god! Please tell me you agree that she should have gone out this week. It was no. haunting. It was haunting my Ted dreams. Tennis challenge, no movement, no okay, yeah. nothing. And then the final outfits, come on, next to Joe Black. Yeah, but like the little meme. I, no, I think she's very sweet, but I don't think she's got that. I'm not to say X Factor. She's got the X Factor. <laughs> she hasn't got no. the finesse, I don't think. I think she went I think she went on the X Factor actually. Ginny Lemon did. Ginny Lemon. Ginny Lemon did, I know that. But I felt like with Tia Coffee, it was almost like she didn't it sounds really rude, but like she almost didn't have like the money to make the outfits. Like, it was very, like, stripped back and bare. So this of. is what I was going to say. So before Christmas, Gabriel had a... I don't know if it was, like, the summer party or whatever. Obviously, I was over Zoom. But um, she was on there with two of her friends doing a, like, drag gig. And I was watching it with Gabriel. And um, it wasn't until, obviously, the show started last week. And Gabriel was like, that's the queen that was on our party. And I was like, no, it's not. So, like, even between that short time, she had a bit of a glow up. But I'm oh, like, really? I don't, I don't, I just don't have high hopes for her on this show. Not in a horrible I mean, way. I don't like to judge people on their outfits because you know not everyone has the amount of money to be able to pay people to yeah. make costumes, and them to, they don't have the skills for that and stuff. But mm. when you can't afford certain things, you know you've got to upgrade your pizzazz. So you've got to be like bringing it. Yeah, that's so true. I just, it was like the long hair as well. Like I would have worn like a short pussycat wig, like a very like buzz cut-y kind of thing mm. to mimic his hair a little bit more. Yeah. And then the suit I'm... would have made a bit more sense. And I just, yeah, I didn't. Yeah. I mean, I love that like they, she did pay like tribute to him because I yeah. felt like when you're talking about like, gay icons, people don't necessarily like think about him in like the sort of like, oh my God, they're amazing sort of vibe. Like what he did was amazing. Mm-hmm. And he's not always, I mean, he's obviously, he's obviously recognised in the world. But I feel like maybe in the gay scene, maybe not as much. I don't know. I'm not gay. So it's like no, smart. No, I, it was a I get that. But I just don't think she's bringing it as much as the other queens. So I would, I would predict that she would be going next week. But obviously, RuPaul saw something in her this week that mm. the rest of the country 
see. So yeah, that's know, so that's true. It, I feel like that's going to be an interesting one to watch. Um, another interesting one that I think is going to be one to watch is Veronica Green. She <laughs> seems so. She did. Oh my god! Uh, yeah. The boy George. Yes, uh, very as an icon. And mm. she, I don't think she's been doing it for long, has she? But no, uh, she seems very unsure of herself. And like Veronica's boy, Veronica, I can't remember the real name. Sorry. Um, Adorable. So like timid and like nerdy, but like cute nerdy. <laughs> you yeah. should not say that that is someone that does drag and like this yeah. art form. And he looks so different yeah. when he's in drag. Like the difference. Like you're just like what like that's the same person like it just mm-hmm. shows you that power of like makeup and like how clever and talented they all are yeah that you know the difference it's just amazing i'm she really kind of excited gives me Cheryl Holt vibes. really the first year of the face she really reminds me of cheryl hall very like and she reminds me like she's got that sort of 80s like madonna vibe you know she dresses yeah. like her outfit, oh my god and, like, yes the, towel, the bow like She's a protector at all costs. She is adorable. <laughs> she really she is. is. Put her in bubble wrap. Don't let go. Who <laughs> <laughs> I like some of them. I'm just like I don't care. Like I'm not interested in Sherry uh, Valentine. Who I don't mind Sherry. She could, I she could Sherry. be a good one. Oh. Her laugh. Mm. I die. Her laugh is hilarious. <laughs> I mean, so I hope it's not the only funny thing about her, but. <laughs> You know what though? She's got sick makeup, sick outfits, yeah. and she's funny. So I think she's really one to watch for sure. I mm. loved her Freddie Mercury look. I mean, that was just so good. Like, yeah. it was just, it was really good. I didn't even think about that. Like when I was thinking about like, obviously Freddie Mercury was a gay icon, but like that yeah. look, yeah, the break, uh, I want to break free video one. Like I was like, oh my god, yeah, that's so clever. And she had the Hoover, and I was like, <laughs> yeah, I'm through props. <laughs> Um, yeah, I love it. Who else is there? Okay, the one to... I don't know if you guys agree. The one that I, I'm really I don't know how I feel is is it Bimini Bomb? Oh my! I was literally gonna say I'm like not feeling. Not on my vibe. Sorry. No. Nice. That's one of my winners. Emma. Nice. No. I love Bimini Bomb Boolash. I don't know. I just don't know. There's something about her good. that I was like no. Mm-mm. Oh my god! The fact that she kept her tuck in whilst doing splits in the air. Just yes, because of the tape and everything, like it was like. Oh, I don't care. She kept that down. <laughs> That's true. She's like a chavvy Barbie, and I worship it. <laughs> I think she'll grow on me, but off the bat, I'm not. I'm not there. I'm not. Yeah. There. I feel like with Drag Race, there's some that I'm like instantly like I love you, and there are instantly some that I'm like no, just yeah. no, I'm gone. I don't. I, I've seen enough. I, you I'm know. shipping her till the end. Lydia, you got to say the name because of my list, but I can't do it. Sister, sister. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just sister. Another one. I'm not. I don't know. I yeah. don't really know about her. Yeah, and if I if you feel like that, you're just like. I was like, I feel like that conversation just says everything we need to say about her. <laughs> Yeah, she came with a glittery blue mouse like she'd eaten a Smurf. Come on! Oh my god, that was so weird. Yeah, no, I just I don't get it. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like her um, home look that she did, the pink pajamas and everything that I loved. I was like, yeah, Yeah, that was really clever, quirky. Dusty Springfield, no, did not get it. 
Yeah. And I just, yeah, I think like, she's going to be another one that's going to sort of, I don't want to say like the, sh- the show will like consume her. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I feel like someone will need to throw her like a life jacket at some point. <laughs> not in a horrible way. But... Uh, not vibing with sister, sister. Um, should we predict who we think will win? <gasps> oh. Oh, okay, do you know, just because I, I love her so much, I'm going to go for... Oh, I don't know. As- no, I want to say Astina, but... I was going to say Astina as well. Astina or Lawrence, I'm going to say. Because didn't the Vivian win the first challenge last year? Mm-hmm. And then they won. Yeah, that's true. And I feel like Rue knows who he likes and who he doesn't. Oh my god, we have forgot a queen, and I'm so sorry we've forgotten her. But Ginny Lemon, nice. <laughs> <laughs> I can see her going quite far. Yeah, that's true. I feel like people. She's actually a queen. Birmingham, Birmingham drag legend. Oh really? Oh. Have you, had you heard about her before the show? Em? Yes, I think I've seen her actually in the um, in the gay quarter in Birmingham. <sighs> I feel yeah, like she'll she really good. good. Yeah. Because she seems confident enough to get through it. Yeah, I'm going to say that final yeah, three. Astina, Lawrence and Ginny. They're my final three. Lawrence? I don't know what's my for Ginny, though, because she's such a comedy queen, but does she have the lip-sync assassin in her and, you know, when they're going to do their dance challenges and their song? Mm. But I feel like it, if you're a comedy queen, like, that's surely better in a way because then at least, like... You've always got yourself to fall back on, whereas if you're like a look queen or a dance queen, like that's it. Like that yeah, could potentially like you've always you've got to be perfect in the way you look. Whereas if you're a comedy queen, you can kind of like if something goes wrong on the spot, you can make it work. You can improvise and you can improvise. You yeah. can make it make it funny out of a disaster. Whereas if that's you're like true. a look queen and your hair doesn't go right, what are you gonna do? That's very true. Very true. Good point, Lydia. My limited drag knowledge. <laughs> Right, so who are you going to predict, Emma? Oh, it's so hard because I've got like four winners, but... <laughs> well, who are your four winners then? Oh, I'm going to say... Estina. Mm-hmm. Lawrence Cheney. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I know you don't... I know you don't love her, but I've got so many lash. I'll let you have I'd that say, one. I say Ellie Diamond is a dark horse because she's yeah. got everything so far and I've seen a bit of funny in her and I feel like the judges are behind her already. Yeah. Uh, so oh, I would say, Pat to predict Ellie Diamond might come through. Oh, that's a good shout, to be fair. That is a good shout. Lydia, who are you thinking? Well, I was thinking Estina, but then I also really like Lawrence Chaney. Mm. Like, when he first came, like, when she first came in, like, I was like, love you, just love you. Like, fun, Lawrence yeah. has like a charm about her. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. As soon as she walked in, I was like, I love it. Love him. I'm, like, I'm you here. just feel like at home, like I would want <clears throat> I'd want to go see her. Yeah. Like I'd want her to be hosting like a bottomless brunch that the three of us go to. Mm-hmm. I hope she wins. I do really love her. Mm. We'll have to wait and see, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Your list came out. There. I know. <laughs> <laughs> We're not against people that actually have lists. By the way, just FYI, we just find it funny when Scott has it. This is brilliant. <laughs> no, we're not like against. Hey, I don't yes. know. I'm gonna pour myself a glass of wine to drown my sorrows. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so should we move topics? Yeah. Have we have we got yeah. all our drag grace out of us? 
Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah. Can you ever Not get it really. out of you? <laughs> oh, also, Liz Hurley was a good judge. Yeah, I loved her. Who actually is she? Who is she? Who is hmm. Elizabeth Hurley? <laughs> Go on. That's a bit problematic, is Emma. <laughs> is this our discussion when we had like when we were in the fashion cupboard like a year ago, and, I, and you were like, "Who's DBF?" And I was like, "Right, I'm gonna have to have a sit down." <laughs> I also said, "What is what is um, a canopy?" <laughs> Oh my god! Did you? I don't remember that. <laughs> I miss covered times. Oh uh, yeah. So if if no one obviously you don't know, so like the three of us used to work together. Scott and Emma still do. And me and Emma were like twins because we had the same job. Um, ben is probably better. I don't know. Complete opposites, um, twins. Yeah. Literally complete opposites. <laughs> I taught I taught Lydia about kebabs, and she taught me about canapes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I love that. <laughs> Um, anyway, <laughs> so yeah, no, Elizabeth Hurley, she's like an icon. She's like an actress and she did like loads of stuff with breast cancer. Mm. She wore she's that chain. Sexy. Yeah, she wore that chain. Uh, what is it? What are they? Paper, not paper. No, safety pin dress. Oh, she also wore the Versace this. dress at the, I think it was at Met Gala. Yeah, it was oh, with Hugh Grant, that picture. Mm. Um, she's very beautiful. She's gorgeous. I saw a tweet of someone being like, Liz Hurley or Jerry Halliwell wish she was when she was on Drag Race because Jerry <laughs> Halliwell was um, judging her before. Yeah, that wasn't great. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't great. <laughs> okay, so shall we move on? Yes. yes. So this is a bit of a random one, but I feel like, well, so when I texted this to Scott yesterday, he thought that this meant they were playing boyfriends in a film. But I have to sadly tell him that it was not the case. You Honestly, you generally really got my hopes up when you text me about this. No, so basically, exactly. Timothy Chalamet and Tom Holland are in talks to like be playing Willy Wonka, obviously only one of them, in a reboot of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. And Scott thought they were going to be dating. It's because I just heard, <laughs> I, I read Tom Holland and then Timothy, I can't say his surname, Chalamet. I just read those two names. I was like, oh my God, they're going to be like boyfriends in the new show. And I was like, I'm here for it. And then I read on and I was like, Charlie in the Chocolate Factory. I was like, what's that about? Yeah, I think it's a bit of a wet dream. What a letdown. I think it's a bit of a wet dream you just had. <laughs> oh my God, Tom Holland, any day. He lives in a town near me, so. Tom Holland? Oh no, Timothy yeah. Chalamet. If you're going to no. go for either of those two, Timothy Chalamet all the no, way. No, Team Tom. Em, are you Team Tom or Team... What's Timothy. Timothy. Please tell me who these people are. What? Okay. Um, Google. I don't know who Tom Holland is. I mean, Tom Holland's like Spider Man. He's not very important, but Timothy Chalamet is important. Uh, okay, Tom Holland Timothy is very important. <laughs> Timothy Chalamet. He's like he fucked a peach in um, Call Me by Your Name. <laughs> I love how you would describe him. <laughs> you really sold it there. <laughs> yeah, he fucked a peach. <laughs> he he did fuck a peach, though, didn't he? Yeah, he did. It was very erotic. But anyway, yeah. and anyway, that's not what we're talking about. <laughs> we're talking about reboots and whether we think they're a good idea or not. Mm. Open the floor, people. Well, Willy Wonka, mm. the original, the one OG. of my favourite films. Just for nostalgia, like oh, the way it was made, and you know the what's the main guy's name? Gene, the actor who died. Gene Kelly. No. The guy who plays Willy Wonka in the original. So in the first film, you know that scene where he goes out and takes all the people out so he's 
chocolate river and he's dancing around and having cartwheels. Yeah. Apparently that scene was complete improv. And I just, I just love it for that. I love him as an actor. And I think when they remade it, I was just a bit like, mm, too much high-end graphics just takes mm. away the magic of Willy Wonka. Like, so I don't know. Also, think- his name is Gene Wilder. And, oh, Gene um, Kelly, where am I like? like Gene Kelly. You've done one remake. Why didn't you do a third or second, sorry? Like, yeah, you've done it. Is that... Why again? Yeah, because like that original that you were talking about is so lovely. That's and like I a good like, like Sunday afternoon watch. Sunday yeah. afternoon on the wholesome. sofa. Yeah. Wholesome vibes. But yeah, I feel like I just don't really like lots of reboots. I'm a bit like, can we not think of some new stories to tell? Mm. Like, is there nothing else we want to see rather than like the third remake of Willy Wonka? Yeah. It's just a bit, I don't know, just a bit like bored. Just... But then saying that the parent trap with Lindsay Lohan is like such a good film and I didn't realize that that was a remake yeah no so, I didn't yeah yeah exactly like, I always thought that was original but I would never not. watch I would never watch the original Ex- exactly so that's why it's so like is this new Willy Wonka gonna be like for kids now like their Willy Wonka no that's so weird that's to true. think that like it shouldn't be like the OG should be the OG, but, but uh, I guess for a different generation, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's weird to think that we're becoming those old people. Like, oh, in our day, everything was better in our day. <laughs> oh my god, we actually are. <laughs> yeah, but then I feel like I don't know the parent chat like Lindsay Lohan. She just does it so well. It's such a good film. Yeah, I rewatched that. Oh, it's amazing. That's a really good one. And you know, a star is born is a remake. Oh my god, yeah. yeah. They've done that like so many times. And yeah, I love that Lady Gaga one. I've never yeah. seen any others. Uh Star is Born is has three or four, I think. Why? Like oh Judy god, Garland was one. I think Barbara, Barbara Streisand was in the other one. And then I think you had like I mean like, all legends. And then you've yeah. got Gaga. I mean like I love Judy. I don't know. I need to watch that one. But yeah, but it's like I I love I I don't actually want to watch any any of the others, but because I love the Lady Gaga one so much. No, exactly. Which like, is weird. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? That's yeah, because I love Judy Garland, but I haven't been like I need to add that to my list to watch because in my yeah. mind, Gaga's is top notch. Like iconic. Yeah. I mean, how do you beat Gaga? Like, how do you? It's so weird, isn't it? Because you don't really get remakes of what I or what we would say is like old Hollywood films, like Wizard of Oz. Like I'm no, really surprised that one. That up, yeah. Well, they did do that one with Mila Kunis and um, what's his face? Oh, was it James Franco? Oz, the yeah, wonderful. Well, yeah. actually, the Wizard of Oz was a remake. You know, the old <gasps> Wizard of Oz. Was it? Yeah. So apparently, there were very old old versions and that was like this i can't tell you the exact one but i think it was like the second or third remake that was oh <gasps> god see even that it's like mad yeah, it's you, but you just think what i grew up with is the feel and end all mm. well, that's so weird i thought that's just thrown our point even more into like important yeah, there are like, remakes yeah but i feel like film is different to tv because like the Gossip Girl remake. I'm like, why do we need? And like, I've seen I, Gossip Girl remake. 
that? It hasn't, it hasn't come out yet. They're filming it. Oh, why? I'm not about that. Exactly. Like, yeah, which is weird. Like, no. Like, just seeing, like, pictures of the cast and everything. Like, it, no, no. I mean, that was like doing it make friends. Oh, my yeah. God. Could you imagine? But Who then even I don't even like the idea of like the friends reunions. Like I find those quite weird. Mm. Yeah, I feel like they leave it on a nice note, and I think you should just leave things in the past, sort of. Yeah. Although one that I was really excited about, and it's not happening anymore, is the Lizzie McGuire one. I did. I yeah. was excited about that, <laughs> and now it's not happening. So I'm like, well, maybe I think, it's fine. Also, I think the reason why they did that was really interesting is because Lizzie and Lizzie McGuire, Hilary Duff, was like. <laughs> I wanted to make it adult, like not like adult, like an adult movie, but as in like, she's an adult, like she has sex, she's married, like she does X, Y, Z, like, and Disney didn't, Disney didn't want to discuss that. Yeah. They wanted to keep it like childlike, which is, I get Disney's point, but I also get her point. That it's like, well, the people that watch this, they're at the same stage of life as me. Like they want to move on and see where Lizzie's at, you know? Exactly. The people that grew up with her want to know. It's yeah, not the kids, the kids yeah. now that want to know Lizzie McGuire. It's about the yeah. millennials that grew up with it. Yeah. Oh my god, the Lizzie McGuire movie though. What a film! Oh, what a film! That's <laughs> iconic. That should go down in movie history. <laughs> <laughs> That's up there with Wizard of Oz and all those. <laughs> but then I also like so Netflix are remaking all the Roald Dahl films and all Narnia as well. They've got Why? like the Narnia. Yeah. But I really, I really love Narnia, and I like really want to see another one. Even though I love, like, even though it's the same thing, I'm like, I just want to see another one. But then, I don't know how I feel about that? Yeah, I love Narnia, the old film, but I think it's got so much potential to be a modern day remake because there's so yeah. much in it that it could be yeah. stunning. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Actually, like Beauty like, and the Beast, they remake Beauty and the Beast, they remake John mm. Book and stuff. Stuff, but when they brought it to life with the new graphics, that's great. Some things it doesn't mm. work, on, but some things it does. That yeah. is really true as well, actually. Because I do like the real life ones when they did like with Emma Watson and Beauty and the Beast. Like that was nice having like the cartoon version. I mean, Emma Watson and... wasn't so great, but the film was great. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I think it's just interesting that we feel the need to like remake stuff rather than create new stuff. Yeah, it's like the there's no originality originality out there anymore. Yeah. Come on, guys. Well, it's the same with music, concept. isn't it? They recycle music again and again and make mixes of new mu- like old music. It almost feels like all the good ideas were exhausted. <laughs> so now they're like, what can we do? <laughs> yeah, it's just I just do feel like there's so many creative people and so much money in all these industries. Yeah. To then not be like, let's create something new. But then also, is it because, like a story of like you know like a journey like a hero's journey or like love and hate like that is the same throughout whatever time you're in mm. so does it really matter if it's the same packaging just slightly revamped i just think with remakes you have to be so careful um obviously like the storyline you have to pay special attention to like what was done before but then mm. like films like i know it wasn't a remake but like star wars Obviously, that's done in different like times, if you know what I mean. So like, the Stop, original. You have to log off if you're going to start talking about Star Wars. No, but that. like the original. <laughs> bear with, bear with. <laughs> the originals were like the second, 
and then like the yeah. modern ones were the first lot and then the, obviously the recent ones were recent but it's like building that, yeah, story that made no line up. if you're going to build a storyline then yeah but i think if you're going to do a remake to outdo the previous one it's not going to work like you're setting yourself up for failure yes you know what i mean yeah. so yes. that's a bit long-winded but yeah, can we move on from the star wars conversation please <laughs> star wars is sick. i love star wars I grew up watching the Star Wars on video. That's how old I am. <gasps> Same. I used to have like a little sticker book that had like a panel down the side. If you pushed it, they made little sounds. Oh, yeah. Yeah. George made me watch Star Wars the other day. And I, like five minutes in, I was like, no, I'm done. I'm bored. What one? <laughs> I don't know. It had oh. Ewan McGregor in it. And Natalie Portman. Oh, so yeah, you're watching like the one. middle bit. She was up the dark. I need to watch the old and golden ones. The new ones like, are really good. I don't want to watch any of them, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> I would actually watch paint. I'd rather watch paint dry, to be You've honest. You've just had enough of um, it. I have had enough. I had five minutes and I was like, no, we, we're good. We're done. <laughs> we're done with this series. Um, some good news for us this week, Scott? No, I don't actually. Like, don't. <laughs> No, of course I do. Um, I'm actually... So I was like researching, obviously, good news. And... Um, there was a few that popped up, but this one I think is actually very, very good news. Um, so the headline reads, Iran has passed a bill that would protect women from domestic violence. Oh, I'm intrigued. Obviously, like, we're not from, we're not from Iran, so we don't obviously know. <laughs> Funnily enough, But no. like, we know stuff about it. Um mm-hmm. And just from reading that, I was like, this has got to be the one that I say, because I think that is just major for the country. Um, so, mm, definitely. delving into it, it says, hardly considered a bastion of liberal values, the Iranian executive branch has nevertheless drafted a piece of legislation to prevent several forms of violence against women. The bill called the Protection, Dignity and Security of Women Against Violence actually predates the administration of President Hassan Rouhani and has been the result of resolved women activists and officials. So it's all down to the girls. Oh, it's always down to the girls though, isn't it? It's always down to the girls though, isn't it? Yeah, that's that's um <laughs> that's very true. Uh it define it defines violence as any behaviour inflicted on women due to sexuality, vulnerable position, or type of relationship, and inflicts harm to their body, psyche, personality, and dignity or restricts or deprives them of legal rights and freedoms. Uh, so yeah, basically, I think that is major. Because you- I hear... didn't even, just say I didn't even know that, like, why is that not mainstream news? I know, this is literally what I thought. That's really interesting. Because I think that's this quite a big thing, right? No? Yeah. Like, their country's not where most countries are. Like, obviously, they're There's not a lot of places in the world that's but... still suffering from that, and people don't have the rights that we have. And you don't think yeah. about that because it's not on our news, or even mental abuse. Obviously, it mentioned in there that it was yeah. psyche mm-hmm. and stuff. That's such a good progression for them. I think yeah. the fact it said as well, it's still like as important as yeah. violence. The fact is as well, like due to sexuality, like that. Mm. That it mentioned sexuality. That's interesting. Like, it covered a lot of ground that you'd think for that country wouldn't they wouldn't cover so that's really interesting it's an interesting slash good news of the week 
I mean, it's almost like one of those things where it's like, it's sad that it's taking this long, but, you know, we'll say well done. The world will catch up eventually at some point. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there, guys. We will get there. <laughs> So, Lydia, what is your book recommendation of the week? So I haven't actually finished it yet because it's long, um, but it is White Feminism from the Suffragettes to Influencers and Who They Leave Behind by journalist Koa Beck. Um, And so it's essentially about white feminism and how lots of like mainstream feminism movements and laws have kind of just impacted and helped out straight white middle-class women and actually that really isn't helpful to all the people that that leaves out. So the bits that I'm reading at the moment, like the history of it, and then even at the introduction, like my mind was blown because they were literally like, like some feminists, like their only issues are like, does my husband do the dishwasher and can I get an abortion? And then that's like when they stop mm-hmm. with their issues. And it's like actually so many issues need to be like a collective movement of like intersectional feminism, of like disability and race and class and that lots of like these historical examples have like people being like, well, we're, we're only focusing on women, so like that doesn't really matter. But it's like actually, but everything involves women, you know? Yeah. It's just been really interesting. I'm not really like that much through because I'm literally, because <laughs> it's so, it's not like intense, but it just, it's not like a chill read, like you've got to pay attention to it. But it's really, really interesting. It's a very and new book, I feel like. It's very, I, I know. But it is also interesting because it's like Pinterest feminism, almost like, okay, cool, like you can post a nice quote, but that doesn't mean you actually support the women in your neighbourhood that really need help. No. Like, That's a very good point. Like feminism isn't a logo on a mug, you know? Mm. And if that's the extent of it, then can you call yourself a feminist? (sighs) If you've got like a pretty pink (laughs) mug that's like girl power, like girl boss. Hmm. Is that enough? It's almost Is like that a, enough, guys. It's almost like it's like trivial, trivial. Oh, I can't say it. Trivialized. Do you know no, what I mean? It's commercialized like, it. That's the word I was looking for. <laughs> yeah, it's well, it has trivialized it and it's commercialized it, which is both valid. But yeah, I'm like, it's just like obviously as a white straight middle class woman, it's basically me making me be like, ah, yeah, okay, let's think about what I've done. Not what I've done, <laughs> but like what I haven't thought of. You know? Yeah, I get that. Yeah, I like yeah. that make you think. Like, what can I do better? Like, what privileges do I have? Mm-hmm. And take them to use it for better. Like, yeah, that's my book of the week. <laughs> There's still a weird vibe around feminism, isn't there? I think a lot of people mm. still think that like, being a feminist is, I hate men. That's mm. women. And yeah. it's not. And I have to explain all this constantly. And it's like, no, it's just equal rights. And they see these yeah. radical feminists and stuff and think well I hate feminists because all they want to do is slander men well no that's not the case it's just no equality yeah educate yourself that's why these books are good to have an understanding of it yeah like this they told this example of like in New York like the Jewish mothers so like their late like the government was going to like up meat prices and it was like in the middle of the depression in the 1920s and all these women were like but we can't feed our families if the meat is going to be that high so we're going to boycott all the butchers and so we can feed our families so that they produce the prices down. And like it's that sort of thing. I think that's not the exact same, but it's like, it's just about making things better for women because if you think about women serve so many people, which is ridiculous, but like, you know, like women 
are like the makers of the home essentially mm. you know in a traditional sense like it's not about hating men it's just about yeah equal rights for all yeah i think people are scared about the topic of it like people are very mm. um like if you want to educate someone on it i feel like certain people take a step back and they're like oh mm. i don't know about that but like Mm. I, I I know about it. I'd say I'm a feminist, but I don't want to delve into it and deal mm. with the subject. Literally, um, in this book, in the introduction, it talks about like, Taylor Swift, like in 2013, being like, "I'm not a feminist. I believe in equal rights." And it's like, "No, hun, that's not the vibe. That's <laughs> not what we're her. doing here." Bless but, Taylor. Like, that's a, and they're like, "Oh, Beyonce like invented feminism," and it's like, I mean, or <laughs> like, no, no, okay, that's wrong. That's wrong. That's not what I meant. But like <laughs> the Beyonce made feminism like cool and stuff, and it's right. like sometimes it does take that, which is kind of not unfortunate, but you know what I mean. Mm. Mm-hmm. No, I get that. Mm-hmm. Mm, sounds like a good book. Sorry, mm. very intellectual book. I'm taking my time with it. Very I'm intellectual. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I need to go back to fiction next week just to give myself like a bit of time. A break. To think. <laughs> but it's quite cool. I like the cover. Oh, that's nice. It's nice. Um, it's actually about the influencers because that is such a thing. Like now, I feel like in our dinners, I mean, influencers being like, "Oh my god, I'm such a feminist!" Like by myself, it's Ugh. been like we've used to what country. Hey, but I'm a feminist. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what have you been gifted this week? Now that we can. Um, this week I have been gifted. I mean. N- <laughs> My, I'm using my wisdom teeth as an excuse. I mean, technically it's a good excuse, but I haven't been working out, basically, because obviously that's the pain. Um, okay. But I have been gifted yeah, yeah, a... Pain. Yeah, um, I have been gifted a massage gun, which I actually have been <laughs> using. And it is an Oh my God, I really want one of those. <laughs> Honestly. Is it one of those, like... Yeah, like it pulses and... Hands you. Yeah, like I can say it bashes you about, but we're talking about something else. <laughs> hey. where, where does it, where's the massaging happening? Is it for your body? Is it for your face? Is it for your... No, it's body for your, your body muscles. But yeah, it's so okay. good, honestly, so good. Because um, I. Those are really expensive as well. Yeah, so I sampled no, one from a different brand last year. Um, and then another brand has sent me one this week. And, and yeah, they're just, honestly, I just, oh, they're amazing. They, I've seen them on Instagram and, like, the videos, and you can see people's muscles moving when they put the guns on them. Yeah. They're, like, I don't know how to describe it. It's, like, a, what's those things that you, what are the, like, a screw-out thingy? It's, like, a weird pad ball thing, isn't it? And then it yeah, it's, just... like, a ball on it. And, like, a, like a, I'm just trying to explain what a normal tool looks like. And then you a put drill? a thing on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's the one. Yeah, it's like a drill with that the rubber ball. Yeah, it's like a drill with a rubber ball in it, and it like pounds your like muscles. Yeah, it sounds painful, but and it is a little bit start. Scott, do you do it yourself? Yeah, you just literally like just chill and just. Oh. I'm gonna say uh, chill a bit. Pound yourself. It. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, no, listen. PG. The PG. It's fine, we've got the explicit rating on this one. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Moving on from that, Emma, have you, been you gifted this week? <laughs> have you got something to bash yourself out with this week, Emma? Um, no, I'm afraid. 
No bashing products down. No bashing products. No bashing products. Oh my god, that's so funny. (laughs) (laughs) Just taking us to a whole new level. (laughs) I think we should um, wrap it up then. (laughs) (laughs) What, on bashing yourself? (laughs) Yeah, I think so. Okay. That's a perfect note to end on. Um, Emma, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much. Have you enjoyed it? really enjoyed myself. It's been fabulous. I feel like for the past few months, I've been listening to you guys on your podcast, pretending I have a social life just on my window, <laughs> answering you back, thinking, ah, that's a good one, Liz. Good one, stuff. <laughs> and now I feel like I've jumped through the telly. <laughs> you like you, you're, you're the perfect guest. We love you. You oh, really are. It's so um, nice to have you on. Do you have anything you want to like plug? Any socials you want people to follow? Oh no, I don't have my so. No, I don't want you on my socials. <laughs> Guys, Emma does not want you near her. <laughs> <laughs> I will plug the Wind Down podcast because that's the only podcast listening to oh, people. Babe. But if you want to check out Emma's stuff, she is on like OK Online. Obviously, a new magazine, OK Magazine. Yes, you can look at ok.uk forward slash author forward slash Emma dash Hawkins. Dude, because she's got some, no, but you should, because she's got some great beauty content. Like, this girl taught me how to put eyeshadow on properly. Before her, I was just, like, splodging it on my face. She's a natural beauty. She doesn't need it. I just drag myself up. You do amazing makeup. You do amazing makeup. She's a really good teacher. (laughs) She taught me how to blend. We've already so, said that up. after lockdown is done, she's doing me in full makeup. In oh my full God, drag yes. Full drag makeup. We're doing it. Full drag. And then we're going to be on drag season three, babes. <laughs> and then we're going out and getting pissed. Bottomless brunch. Woo-hoo. Bottomless brunch yes, all the way. Definitely getting pissed. <laughs> drag brunch here. Yes. <laughs> um, okay. So everyone else, thank you for listening. Um, as usual, please follow us on our Instagram, which is Wind Down the Podcast. Um, on our Twitter. Our Twitter, which is now at Wind Down underscore. Um, send us an email. Oh my God, we're, we're going everywhere now. I and know. Rate, re- rate review, and subscribe. <laughs> or on Spotify, or on Acast, or on Apple. We're going global, people. We're going everywhere. <laughs> and thank you for supporting. Yeah, we love thank you. you to thank you to our listener in Croatia as well. We see you. We see you. Yes, you popped up. <laughs> yeah, thank you everyone. And thank you, Emma, again for thank joining you, us. Emma. Thank Bye. you guys. We'll see you next week. Week. Well, Bye. we're here for you. Next week. you won't see us. Bye. 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 Bye.